Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom time. Good Friday. 855-839-1210. We have a really organic side question today. Who would you not give a standing ovation to? Uh, Just amazing. uh, In San Francisco. Look, these are traitors. Not technically, not, oh, death penalty and all that, but something psychically or metaphorically. And they know they're too big to fail, though. People are still going to buy Apple. We've been through this before. There's certain entities that people want. I'm surprised, Dan, that the head of the NFL wasn't there, or at least Jerry Jones glad-handing him, saying, <laughs> how about we come to China? I hear you got a billion people there. We want to play some NFL football. I would be surprised. I'd look for them in the nook and cranny there uh, somehow or another. You know, that they all want to do that. We had a guy call me yesterday and said, well, it's like uh, you don't like Philadelphia. You're going to Ben Salem. Nah, I don't think uh, Ben Salem is persecuting minorities there. And uh, I don't think they got some COVID in the Wuhan laboratory over there. And Mayor Joe's back office over Ben Salem. <laughs> It's hard to face this because of the enormity of where we are with it. That's why you need somebody, whoever the next president is, uh, well, it won't be Biden uh, that would do this. You need a czar every day who wakes up. How do we defeat these people? How do we push back against the Communist Chinese Party and significant numbers of their infrastructure who are just determined to dominate the world by any method possible? That's what it's about. There's no cooperation with them. They'll take this, we'll take that. You know that. It's insidious. And yet, people can get riled up about Putin, and I get it. I don't need to get riled up. I've said for year after year, and I don't care what Trump says about him or not. I know what he is. Stone cold, evil, bloodthirsty killer. That's what he is. So I can check that box. Now I move on to the big guy, though. And the big guy is China and what they mean to the world. We can corral Putin, release our energy. That's one thing that we can do. But China, this is all hands on deck. And we don't want to face it because it's not easy. It's long term. It's a difficult thing. We saw it during COVID, how much of our medical supplies, et cetera, were coming from China. It's unacceptable. It took a while to get there, and it's going to take a while to deal with them and push back. And they have their flaw. You know, they may have things going on there, too. How would Ronald Reagan, I'm thinking, approach uh, China? I mean, he did uh, approach Gorbachev, even though the Soviet Union uh, was on the ropes. He, but publicly, he was very, he's the one that Star Wars, things of that nature, that took them under. Not as easy to do with China. They're on more of a parity level. But that's what has to be done. Uh, 855-839-1210. Now, President Biden did say, 
uh, at the summit. Here's Biden. This will be cut seven. That Gavin Newsom could have the job that I'm looking for. Here's what he said. I want to talk about Governor Newsom. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. Matter of fact, he could do anything you want. He could have the job I'm looking for. All right, people took that as a sign. You know, why do people, in my theory is, Dan, everybody wants to be smarter than the room. Oh, Dom doesn't get it. Biden's going to drop out. Trump's going to drop out. No, no, they're not. And explain to me the mechanism where Gavin Newsom is going to jump over Kamala Harris. Explain that mechanism to me. Oh, well, the Democrats want to win. They know she can't win. They'll just move her aside. Oh, really? There's only one person that can jump over Kamala Harris, in my view, Michelle Obama. And even there, I think there would be some battles going on. I think in the end, she would. Why does everybody just want to make stuff up to keep people titillated versus this is what we're going to get? In fact, the more uncertain might be Trump, even though I don't see how the legal difficulties preclude him from being president. I don't see anybody out there credible that says that they do. So we're going to end up with these two. It's hard to believe, given everything, but that's where it's going to go. So I accept reality. I don't say, oh, it's going to be Newsom. I'm smarter than the room. No. If anything, then it would be Kamala Harris. You don't need wish for that. 855-839-1210. And the the key force here is obvious. It's Dr. Jill Biden. She's not giving up the White House. You know, it'd be like if I were in the White House. Rose not giving up the White House. (laughs) After all that cleaning, she's going to be continuing to stay there. Now, if it was dirty, there might be uh, an answer to it. Yeah, like uh, ask the Barco Lounger how that went. Oh, yes, the Barco Lounger. Right. (laughs) See what happened, right? We had a, yeah, if we were in the White House, the Barco Lounger's not on the truck. Get it out. Yeah, get it out. There was a sale, a Black Friday sale on a Barca Lounger, Dom. Oh, God. Yeah. I kind I of admit she can't hear now at home, but I do like the new one. I've kind of gotten a, nothing, though, will be like the old Barca Lounger. <laughs> well, that you, photo. I somebody you took with it. She can't hear me at home, so I'm going to tell yeah. you this. <laughs> yeah, somebody took it away, Dan. You saw it, how forlorn it looked there. That was one of the all-time great shots. It's a Pulitzer Prize winner. All right, so what's the, the deal in Philadelphia? Because I got some furniture i got to get rid of. Oh, just put it outside in Port Richmond? Yeah, is that really it? Yeah, that's all you have to do. Somebody will come along and take it. I'm talking like an armoire and a buffet. Oh, well, man. Do do you need them? (laughs) No, I don't think we need an armoire. I always liked that. I'm just thinking of that Seinfeld episode. Those two guys will be along and get it. I I would say people can tell you, but I would just put it out. Yeah, people are going to take it. That's all you do. Yeah. Yeah, even for the trash, I'll come and take it. If there's any kind of value at all in Port Richmond. It's an antique. It's all handmade, and I love the inlay. Yes, yes, me too. It's gorgeous, completely. Pick Pick it up. up. No, no, pick it up from the bottom over there. Wait, 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 what are you doing? What does it look like we're doing? We're taking this. Can't take this. This belongs to a friend of mine. Look, you want to get hurt? Huh? I don't think you want to get hurt because if you want to get hurt, I can hurt you. You seen that from the Puerto Rican Day Parade guy? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they were in three times or four times, uh, three times I want to say. One of the great, uh, you know, brief characters. These two gay guys who are one uh, Puerto Rican and the other guy like a waspy type of guy, Bob and uh, uh, what was the other guy's name? 
uh, arguing over stuff. <laughs> and then Cedric, right? Cedric, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they were excellent. Okay, uh, so that's not going to happen. There is no way that that will happen. Um, the uh, the Rock now out there. Sorry, you're listen, talking Nikki Haley's not going to happen. Not my armoire being picked up. Yeah, no, here. that will be picked up. Oh, okay, yes, good, 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 good. yeah, cut nine. The Rock now putting his toe into the water. He's not going to run for president. He knows instantly, you know, any kind of thing. It's not horrible stuff. Colin Powell didn't run for president. He was afraid of all the stuff they would dig up, and he's heroic. The Rock, you know, is a Hollywood guy. God only knows. Not something I would say anything about, but he doesn't want to go through any of that. Here's what he said, though, about supporting Biden. Does he have friends who actually support Biden? If you smell what the rock is cooking. I have friends who support Trump. I have friends who support Biden. I have friends. Do you really have friends who support Biden? I do. Come <laughs> well, on. No, 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 no. Here's, here's what I do. I have, I have friends. Thank you. That's a good check because that's important. <laughs> this is important context. They support the Democratic Party. I have friends who are loyal to the party. Yes. And okay. they're the progressive. Right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, what would have cost them to say, oh, I have friends that support Biden? Nope, couldn't do it there. Uh, just uh, that, that's where we are. But Biden is going to be their nominee. There is no way, shape, or form that he will not be. All right, I mentioned Major League Baseball. Wanted to give you an update on that. The day that Major League Baseball pulled out and all these companies started flexing against Georgia, when Georgia, in the wake of the... Um, was in the wake of 20, yes, it was in the wake of the 2020 election, changed their election laws to tighten up while also allowing people the ability to vote, you know, that nobody's suppressing any kind of vote. And um, I think it was Coke and, and all these other big companies applauding that. Major League Baseball has pulled out everything. Yesterday they said they're going to go back to Atlanta. Well, wait a minute. The very laws they protested are in play. And even Stacey Abrams has not said anything was amiss. There were no complaints in the most recent election cycle or in 2022. Just another example. And I know it's got to feel, well, come on, you know, it's hard. We can't um, turn off everything. The NFL does this. Uh, Apple yesterday with the Chinese dictator. It's a constant barrage, barrage but you've got to be told about it that Major League Baseball now, nothing has changed. They're eating crow before they said it was Jim Crow in Georgia. Georgia didn't do anything remotely suppressing the vote. They made it more efficient and more that we know what's gone on, more transparent. So hopefully in 2024, we're not going to see a repeat of some of the allegations that were out there. That's all that was done. And yet um, now Major League Baseball decides they're beneficent. We're going to let Atlanta have the all-star game didn't it all boil down to whether or not they can hand out waters to people in line yeah that was one thing i went back and looked at it right and they they just don't want people soliciting people in line that's all that they were getting at there were a couple of other minor changes but minority vote in 2022 and in 2023 was higher than it was before so where is the suppression there is no suppression going on the other side though you know claims that um they want to get people back to stop election denialism. And I ask this all the time with listeners. We want to have people believing that the result 
is almost with human certitude correct in 2024 whether Trump wins or loses but they're constantly doing stuff that well Josh Shapiro automatic registration and all is suspect they're constantly doing things and then we have to tell people no this looks okay just stop it just stop the nonsense saying they were doing anything wrong in Georgia and uh, we're going to get back to some semblance of believing in the election. Although in 2024, that's going to be hard. But the biggest takeaway from this week, after looking at another election cycle, etc., is the mail-in ballot. That's the thing that is doable. We can fight on the drop boxes. They're suspect. But the mail-in ballot is the secret sauce that can win here in Pennsylvania in 2024. I gave you the numbers. They're pathetic. It was 3.8 times more mail-in ballots for Democrats, and they had banked 400,000 mail-in ballots. They were like three or 350,000 votes ahead as we headed into Election Day for the Supreme Court race. You're not going to make that up easily. And what they do, once they have those votes banked, they go on a mad rush to other voters who may or may not vote, they can spend more resources and go after that. Republicans can do the same thing. And I I don't know what to do here because I think if Trump would pivot and just tremendously come out for this and call out the Republicans in various states like Pennsylvania by name, maybe we'd start to see more pressure, more action. We just had Scott Presser on the show this week. It's coming to Philadelphia December 2nd. I hope to be there. I, I know they haven't given us the time yet. Sam Orapisa. They're going to be going to places in Philadelphia where Republicans have almost never been. But they need resources. They need to be in charge. They need to be the people that know what to do uh, around all this. And if they're not, then we still carry this burden. And then on Election Day, people don't like I understand they stop the counting, suddenly they, they start the counting again the next day. That's the other thing. By law, the counting is supposed to continue. They have more resources. Just keep counting the votes. You get to midnight, bring in other people. Bring in the next shift. Keep counting the votes. If you stop counting the votes, then suddenly, the next day after the election, suddenly Biden vaults ahead with a half million votes. We're going to be back to the same dumb arguments again around this. This is not hard to do. But I don't think Republicans have the killers. They don't have the winners. Ronald McDaniel, not a killer. Hermit uh, Dillon, yeah, I think might be. Trump on this. This is very outside what Trump usually does. He wants to win. you got to embrace the mail-in ballot. We've given you the arguments. Our listeners... I have almost no one that bothers me about the mail-in ballot. Same thing on abortion. Occasionally somebody says, well, you're lacking in principle of what we've said. All right? We know what to do. Simple question is going to be, do you want to do it? If not, then uh, just about a year from now, are we going to be sitting here going, oh, my God, again. It's not after the new year. It's now. It's every day, incrementally. Beat them every day. That's got to be the mentality. And you need people that are like a a football team. Every inch, every day. And we'll beat them on the issues, every single issue out there other than abortion. 
big losses, particularly on the economy, and that's not going to turn. Thinking ahead till Monday Night Football with the Eagles and uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, would not give a standing ovation. And Dan, the inquirer, though, is gaga over Travis Kelsey. You know, when someone reaches this level because of Taylor Swift, they go back and they dig up old tweets. So they savage some of the old boyfriends, and they say he's just an ideal himbo having a good time. But even I have to give the great man credit. He describes going to the Olive Garden and getting the fettuccine Alfredo with chicken. He wrote it was schmackin'. There you go. All right. Maybe he can gain one catch, have one catch on uh, (laughs) schmackin'. Schmackin' from the Olive Garden. He's looking to do off-garden ads. He knew way back then. All right. um, I mentioned this at the top of the show, but I wanted to talk about it with you. It's um, what we're seeing. And, Dan, yesterday, uh, quick observation. You covered. You were uh, walking home from work or getting in your car. We saw uh, various ministers and others. Uh, out around 22nd, 21st in market. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Trying to bother the Bob Casey office. And I guess also they were um, uh, the Red Cross is there, etc. What did you observe? Yeah, so it started outside of a church right outside 21st and 22nd in uh, um, Chesna. I don't want to give too much. So the, the church... Uh, I think it's the uh, first uh, something Unitarian Church of Philadelphia. And, of course. Uh, outside the flying a uh, flag of Black Lives Matter. Um, behind us, what you hear is uh, the start of the uh, protest. So, so what happened is yesterday as we were leaving, we got a call from uh, Jim Kelly. And Jim, as he was on his way out, happened to notice that there was a big, big protest developing right outside our studio at uh, 22nd and Chestnut. Uh, first, there was a pro-Israel uh, uh counter rally of a it was a small a very uh, um humble uh thing they were reading off you know names of the hostages and such uh walking half a black fur uh, a block further you have the uh, uh pro-palestine pro-hamas uh, chant and it's being led weirdly by uh, two individuals in full like pastor priest garb uh and I just I, I were don't they black were they black ministers? Uh, one was a black minister. One was I, I think the leader of the First Unitarian Church. Okay, that's there. well, here's the reason. I, I'm just glad you covered this and saw it. The the problem. I'm going to talk about this uh, person who heads up the Philadelphia schools or is second or third in command. You have this group. You mentioned Black Lives Matter. They see the Palestinians as oppressed people. They're oppressed people. That's where all this synergy is coming from. They're throwing the colonial thing around. So are people wondering why are these African-American groups so allied with this? That's what the argument is. That's where they are. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually spoke with uh, some of the uh, um, pro-Israel protesters, and it's just it's sad. It's really sad because these people have very close members of, you know, some family members and such that are out there in Israel and suffering through this. And, and 
it's it, it's sad that I, I don't think they realize it. And I talked to the pro-Israeli protester about this. I don't think a lot of these college-age kids realize what they're saying when they say, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That's calling for an eradication of Israel. It's Right. You know, that that's that's a step too far. That, that's not peaceful. I, I'm sorry. It, it, you know, they... I, I gotta say, you know, they're marching with a coffin. They're they're marching peacefully down there, but what they're chanting in, in itself, and it, it's 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 just not peaceful. It's it's calling for the end of, of entire, Israel. Yeah, yeah, of Israel. It means the Jews get out or get killed there. Exactly. So, I want to couple that with Dr. Jamina Clay, a woman I've never heard of before, but apparently is one of the deputy superintendents in Philadelphia. Meaning, she's in the top two or three people running the Philadelphia public schools with your tax money, mine, etc. So she got bounced last night. She resigned from the colonial school board out in the suburbs. Okay? Uh, She described on her Facebook page the Israeli Defense Force, their army, as a terrorist organization. Now keep in mind, deputy superintendent probably has something to do with curriculum and the like. She wrote, the terrorist organization known to many as the IDF is currently targeting a hospital. Approximately 650 wounded, 600 doctors and nurses, 8,000 displaced people, 36 newborns. The world watches while the Palestinian people are eliminated. So she says in her own Facebook, willingly, the IDF, the army in Israel, which is taking pains that I don't even know if the U.S. military would do this, probably they would, to not have collateral damage of civilians, babies, and everybody else in Gaza, the terrorist organization. So apparently the Colonial School Board thought that was too much. The Philadelphia people were asked about it, and they said, well, we have a policy. You can say whatever you want as long as... It is not in the official capacity of your job. Well, I don't think she ought to be fired. She believes they're the terrorist organization known as the IDF. But should there not be a look-see? And picture for a moment, if this were some Trumpian person or uh, somebody who was um, pro-Israel and saying something as outrageous as this, and they were the deputy superintendent of schools in Philadelphia, probably paid a couple hundred grand, if not more, all kinds of perks. And I'm sure intimately involved in what school kids are being taught in Philadelphia. So isn't it fair to say there ought to be an immediate investigation of Dr. Jamina Clay to see what else she does if the policy is through her job? What is she implemented? What are her sensibilities here? What is she trying to get into the schools? Now, in Arizona, they've unearthed through UNICEF and other United Nations uh, outfits material that says that October 7th was just retaliation for all that was done wrong to the Palestinian people. Kids at the elementary school and middle school and junior high were being taught that in Arizona in some schools. I'm looking. Let me know if you see it here, this sort of material. It's from the usual suspects. I know you're thinking UNICEF. Yeah, UNICEF. But what about Dr. Jamina Clay? Now, is the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Inquirer is still asleep on this. I only got this from NBC 10, and I think there was some suburban outfit I saw. Are they going to report on this? Are they going to ask the questions that I'm asking, which are, all right, 
shouldn't there be a full hearing or investigation? Ask some questions of Jamina Clay. Or do you just say, oh, no, she did that on her own time. That's not part of her job. Really? Terrorist organization. One wonders what she, what anti-Semitism crawls with inside this Dr. Jamina Clay. I find that to be an anti-Semitic statement. It's at least anti-Israel and leads me to believe there's a whole lot more there. And again, doesn't have to be fired, whatever. Okay, she quit or was whatever in the colonial school board. But the question ought to be, when you have people engaging in this, you mean to say you don't think someone involved with the school district at that level, with real power day to day, you think she divorces herself from activities. I would like to know her stance on a lot of racial issues, too. And I, I wonder if uh, any of the people that have kids in the Philadelphia schools or whatever, they're the media, though, doesn't cover it, so they're kind of um, unaware of this. Let's see where this goes. The, the other thing that has to come to a head, and Dan and I have talked about, is this Kelly Oubre. Apparently, Dan, I see in the news today, the Sixers forward, there was no mention in the initial thing when he said he got hit at Broad and Spruce about the bike that he was carrying when TMZ showed him coming back to his apartment And to your point, uh, was he wary of riding said bike? Because it doesn't look like a normal, I'm not sure, and uh, whether Mm. the Sixers would be unhappy about that. Do you see the picture of the bike? Yeah, yeah. So I saw the bike, and what I said the other day is uh, a lot of times in these professional athlete contracts, they have uh, non-basketball injury voiding contracts. Yes. And, And a lot of times what happens is, you know, if you do something stupid on your own that's not criminal or anything, it gives the team an opportunity to, you know, get out of some funds or uh, avoid that contract. And if you have something where, you know, I was hit by a car, there's a felony here, it's uh, not my fault, then they can't do that. But if you're riding your bike erratically, fall off and break a rib or bruise a rib, uh, then that might be beneficial to, you know, fib a little bit and uh, not think of the implications of filing a false police report to try to, you know, keep your contract sane. Yeah, it's got to be uh, brought to a head. This stuff with pro athletes, too often, uh, we have a look the other way. We want them to play for a, a team. So let, let's see how that turns out. Somebody just texted me, too. I forgot to mention with this Dr. Jamina Clay, what about the Jewish teachers? still in the Philadelphia public schools. I haven't seen the recent numbers, but I know over the years there has been a sizable number of teachers in the Philadelphia public schools who are Jewish. Uh, Their union and others, are they going to pull punches here and not say anything simply because uh, maybe they're on the same side, a lot of them, progressives? Calling the Israeli Defense Forces this terrorist organization, don't you think... She ought to be asked explicitly, what do you mean by that? All right, well, why use that terminology? She wrote it on Facebook. It's not like this was off the cuff. And then she put all this evidence in of targeting hospitals and all the rest of it. This is just a perfect example of the left in Philadelphia. And they're, they're, you see it in New York and other places, tearing down these um, artist-driven leaflets that were put up of babies that were kidnapped, et cetera, as this goes on. And here's a woman, an educator at almost the highest level, 
calling the IDF this terrorist organization, so much so the Colonial School Board, she resigned from that. I don't know if they tried to force. I don't know. I wouldn't fire someone over this. You know, I don't believe in that. But I do believe in taking a look at this person. What are they doing on the job? What kinds of things are they involved in directly related on the job? Now, if it's on the job stuff like this, then I think there's cause to take a look at termination. Is that unfair? Is that violating her freedom of speech? No, she has freedom of speech to say this. But again, it's a window into what she may be doing and the type of thing that taxpayers are paying for. Have you heard public officials say anything about this? No, and I think it's obvious it's within the progressive fold, so maybe it'll look the other way. If it were the superintendent, would they say something? I mean, what does it take before, and the media, the TV media at least, is putting it out there. I think uh, WPVI had it, uh, NBC10 has it, I'm pretty sure Fox29 might have it. Why in the world is this not something that you go, okay, she deserves to be heard out, tell us. Why did you call the IDF this terrorist organization? Tell us explicitly. You didn't say you don't like what they're doing here. You know, if you said, look, it's perfectly fine. If you said, I don't think the Israelis are being cautious enough here uh, in this whole thing, given how many young kids could be killed, it's okay. But calling them, identifying them as this terrorist or the terrorist organization known as the IDF. That right there is out of bounds, is it not? Particularly if you're supposed to be in charge of a school district, you're one of the leaders of a major school district, how is this issue being taught then? 855-839-1210. All right, who is it you are not giving a standing ovation to? That coming off the uh, Americans, uh, you know, Apple and this Larry Fink guy and a whole bunch of people Standing up and giving a standing ovation in San Francisco at the dinner, I think it was $40,000 a plate. Okay, I thought that was cheap to be, <laughs> to be around the communist dictator. Maybe he told him some stories. Don't believe what you hear about the Uyghurs. By the way, the NBA can go to hell. Dom Giordano's show, 855-839-1210. So you got this doctor out there having to resign from the Colonial School Board that she sat on, deputy superintendent, but Philadelphia just put out this little block statement. Here's our policy. It's the policy, I tell you. And all the policy says is, got to be related to your job. Well, I think this is a window that is related to that. We should have a look-see. And it's going to be interesting to see when the Inquirer thinks this is a worthy story to cover. Channel 6 does. NBC 10 does. I do. Given all that's going on, they apparently think, yeah, nah, maybe not. We don't like the narrative here. Uh, let's go to Sam in the Northeast. Sam on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Sam, welcome in. Hi, how are you? I just wanted to say that I think in contrast, if the, if this woman were a Jewish administrator making uh, anti-Palestinian comments on a Facebook page, you wouldn't be calling for an investigation. The investigation would be on, and, and by now the person may have been fired. I just think it would be it would be a the situation, the reverse situation would be entirely different. All right, That's let me ask you: do you, do you think she should be fired for it? 
I, I don't know whether she should be fired. I definitely agree with you that this should be investigated. And, should, and, and since she has something to do with input and curriculum over the whole school district, there is no question it, it, one, we, should, we should see whether or not there's an, she's affecting the curriculum in any way as to what's going on in classrooms and in what part of the city. You know, she may know that in this part of the city it wouldn't go down, but in this part of the city it would be it would be okay. She might be very very manipulative, and that's the kind of thing I think you're you're right. You have to look. Yeah, into. I mean, again, and and just the tin ear. This is where the media shows Sam how in the tank they are, like the Enquirer. They should be demanding, and they ought to be mm-hmm. asking. You can't put out just your block. It's in a block. Their statement on this. The superintendent mm-hmm. of schools has to answer for this. He has to answer questions on this rather than that's our policy. And the question is the one you and I are asking. Okay, are you going to talk with her? Will you convene people that uh, investigate this day to day to see what she's doing in the school district then? Absolutely. Thank you, Sam. Absolutely. Have a nice weekend. Thank yeah, you. It, it's, it's a Thank pretty you. simple thing. Look, uh, I'm trying to draw the line here, Dan, between – cancel culture and um, accountability. And and during this whole thing, this Israeli-Hamas thing, I I think there has been some of this. In other words, yeah, you have a right. You have freedom of speech to say whatever you want. Uh, Remember all the way back at the beginning with the Harvard students and LaSalle, those signatories to it? You have the right to do that. But I, as a private business, I see it. I'm not going to hire you, or at least... I'm going to have to think long and hard and talk with you. Well, that's not freedom of speech. Of course it is. What about my freedom not to associate with people harboring this type of stuff? So, again, she doesn't get fired, but they take a look based on their policy they want to stand by. What is she doing in the schools? And does any of it, do people come forward and say, yes, she said this, she did this conference, this colloquium, whatever it is. And at that... What happened? Also, don't they usually ask, well, look, it's going to be pretty hard for her to be the deputy superintendent of schools for a lot of people who can't trust her on this since this is so public and since it's so over the top. you got to take a look at that. Then maybe they say, all right, she won't be in this. She'll be doing this. Isn't that the way it works? Is that cancel culture or is that accountability? I would say it's accountability. She has a right to say uh, anything she wants about Israel, Jews, or anything else. True. I did it outside the box. Isn't that what she's saying? I did it outside the box. So you can't get me because it's outside the box. And I'm saying, lady, you know what? I believe this stuff is going on inside the box in some way, shape, or form. Dan, what do you say? Do you see the difference? Yeah, it's tough for me because if I think about it the opposite way, say, uh, you know, I posted something that said, uh, um, you know, uh, male biological males shouldn't be able to compete in women's sports. Um, Right. In some in some circles that would they'd suggest uh, similarly to us here that they they be canceled. Um, So where is that line drawn? I don't know. Uh, It's tough because. Like, personally, if you're asking for my personal opinion, um, I think we're in a current culture now where we're trying to learn how to deal with the social media where people are stupid enough to put their, uh, you know, what should be private thoughts out to public. Um, but you can't control well, speech. Like, it's, right. well, it's, she it's doesn't in our get fired. She doesn't get fired that. It's just like Nikki Haley, though, right? It's a window, though, into something this public of a job. Remember, high uh, salary, 
high power inside the school district. What is she doing day to day since this issue is talked about and taught in the schools? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's it's a fair question, especially if you're if you. How do you work under something like that? Right. You know, like, like there's obvious bias here, and uh, we've been told for many years now that bias is not supposed to enter into the workplace, where you have someone here clearly stating that that will, you know? That's my next question, Dan. They have the box, but they also have all these policies against bias and all. So do they believe Dr. Fatima comes to work and drops her bias at the door that she's publicly stated, and why is it the Colonial School District then? I'm not sure what they said or they did. I don't think she ought to be bounced off there, but she resigned. So, you know, people are not going to take this easily because we're lectured to all the time uh, by the Philadelphia public schools and their supporters on these issues. If you were in the central bucks and you said something like this, or to your point, something conservative like on Facebook, the same people would be saying, get them off the school board. I wouldn't say that. I would say investigate. Let's see what that indicates. All right, coming up, um, all of our entertainment guys are engaged today. So Dan and I will tell you what's good that's on TV. I might have one little nugget. I think Dan's got several. Tom G. or Dan show coming up in the 2 o'clock hour, by the way. Special guest, what did Biden sign with the Chinese that makes us more of a centralized government, particularly the Chinese are going to be good when it comes to the climate and a big Dom's money melody today. Uh, Dan, I am almost bankrupt at this point. I need to get a few things out of you today. What's good? That's on TV or film. Yes, yeah, so let me start right there. Uh, actually, while talking about China, there's a lot going on on social media right now. A big pushback against Apple because they canceled John Stewart's show amid these uh, China concerns. Dom, uh, he, he criticized China and uh, he was canceled. Uh, so uh, a lot of people out there wondering what the hell happened there, and for good reason because again, it seems like Apple, Tim Cook are taking the side of the Chinese government. Well, it seems to me the problem uh, that I have with Jon Stewart, he takes a step forward and then he shuts up and won't say anything when this happens. So, yeah, I think he has been one of the voices critical of that. And Apple, of course, Apple TV, uh, problematic here. Apple is just saying to the American people, it's like crack cocaine. You want it, a certain number, big number. And we're going to do whatever we want to do. Isn't that what it comes down to? We are still in league with the commie Chinese, giving them standing ovations. And you will buy our products this Christmas. While we're on that topic, Dom, Apple TV, and I, it kills me to say, they, they do have some good content, though. Uh, and for all mankind, for example, that story, it's like Apollo 13, but uh, uh, if the Russians instead landed on the moon first. Uh, that I think season five is underway now. Uh, and another series I'd suggest is a, a show called Silo, which it's weird because you have Apple, you know, talking bad about all this authoritarianism, and then they put out a show like Silo, which is commentary on authoritarianism and how bad it is. So it's I, I'm very confused at this point. I don't want to know what the heck Apple's doing, Dom. Uh, but in theaters, uh, Marvel, uh, I don't know what they're doing either. Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, uh, it's growing. The Marvels, the uh, uh, sequel to Captain Marvel. <coughs> Uh, but a very, very woke, uh, preachy kind of sh- uh, movie out there. Uh, trying to appeal to progressive sensibilities, and Dom, it seems like it's falling flat on its face, which is a good thing to see. Yes, and the sooner it does, Dan, I don't know, but I used to talk with this with Bill, and I think he was more of a fan. 
how many of these can you do? How many spin-offs and whatever? It's not cinema. It's the same nonsense with just different nicknames and a slight twist. Let's get back to movies that are actually movies. Uh, Ridley Scott actually had some commentary on that. He said he's never going to make a superhero movie despite many offers to do so because, quote, the stories are effing better in his own movies. He has that Napoleon biopic coming up soon. Uh, a similar sentiment to what Martin Scorsese said when he was asked about it too, though, I and mean, for good reason. Yeah, they're both right. They're both right. And these were blockbusters because it's young males that go to the movies still until people get back to doing that damn by and large. So you see advertised now, and you're thinking Thanksgiving, Christmas, horror films are being advertised. There's a Thanksgiving hard, horror film. You don't want to check it out? It looks appealing, doesn't oh, it? The yeah, program right. comes back hey, to uh, Macy, that was great turkey. I'm going to go see in Thanksgiving and get some blood all over the screen. Uh, this weekend, Dom, um, Trolls Band Together comes out. Also, The Hunger Games, another Hunger Games sequel. Are you into oh. Katniss Everdeen and her, uh, her no. story? No. No? And I, I would assume you're not a Trolls fan, huh? No. Uh, no, and the worst. The Lord of the Rings, trilogy or otherwise. Oh, my God. Yeah, so uh, you, you were talking about uh, young people at the theaters and a lot of uh, females at the theaters because of the New Eras tour, uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, and coming up, uh, as we all know, we got Kelsey's facing off. And, and Taylor Swift, because of that, the uh, Chiefs taking on the Eagles coming up. Q102 punted uh, Taylor Swift from their radio station as a uh, you know sign of love for the Eagles. You support that, huh? Uh, it's their business. I kind of think in Philadelphia, though, that it might backfire. Taylor Swift is this is one of the most popular places in the world for her, right? Uh, such a strong fandom that uh, there's a themed cruise by fans of Taylor Swift uh, setting sail in 2024, Don. Oh, God. But Taylor Swift's not going to be on the cruise. It's just a bunch of Swifties who want to gather together and, uh, you know, talk about their love of Taylor Swift with one another. You know, the next time we do something with conservative tours, I'm trying to think, what should the theme of a cruise be? If they can do Taylor Swift, what do we do? Mail-in ballot cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Stop the windmill cruise. Uh, yes. Get that windmill. We're going to cruise to the uh, construction sites. Yeah, right, to the windmills and scream at them. Right. And final thing, Dom, last night was the second to final episode of The Golden Bachelor. The first time The Bachelor has focused yes. on a 65-plus crowd. Um, they had the fantasy suites, which is where uh, The uh, Bachelor takes his two final women on uh, you know long-term kind of dates and see what happens. Uh, but next week is the finale. Is Roa's attention still peaked, or is she falling off the uh, The Bachelor, Golden Bachelor uh, no, she was watching it, but she sees some of the stuff there. Some of the portrayal, the sexual part of it is a little bit off. Yeah, it's awkward. Yeah. 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 But that's all I got for, uh, well, movies on Dan Time kind of combination okay. here, right? All right. Good stuff, Dan. Check that box. Um, coming up, we're going to talk with a, a new guy um, from the Competitive Enterprise Institute. What did Biden sign with the Chinese around anything around energy is most important? Wait until you hear, and it's central planning. We're going to have more central planners telling you what you can and can't do. Oh, yeah, that's what they want to do. And uh, I want to tell you, who was the MVP, most valuable persons, at the Patriot Awards from Fox in Nashville yesterday? Now, Fox going all in because this is a group that's under fire unbelievably. We're often told how much people hate them and they're losers. I'll tell you who that is. And I want to play you. Joe Scarborough was saying, Trump is not biblical. All right, Joe. You and Mika are, though, right? I, I think you were married. One of you were married at that point, right? 
Uh, is that biblical? <laughs> is that hair biblical? Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.